Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Nation Radio and Matt, there's an interesting story here on ESPN.com. And I know we don't typically talk a ton of draft stuff. Yeah, but you know, this time it's relevant. Here. We got all the bowl games coming up and yeah. all that good stuff too. People can look. And there's also, you know, we talk every year about how there's a line of delineation on the true first rounders. Yes, it's very true. Every year. Sometimes it's ten players, sometimes mm-hmm. it's twelve, sometimes it's fifteen, others, you know, as many as eighteen to twenty. It's never thirty two. It's never thirty two. And it's never 24-ish, where Kevin Colbert's had his average pick. Right. <laughs> it's, you, 20's a lot. It's always much less than that. Yeah. So the ESPN put out a, a story today. Matt Miller wrote it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, looking ahead at this year's draft, and this could obviously change, mm-hmm. uh, they're saying that this year's draft, there are 17 okay. first-rounders, guys who will have a first-round grade on everybody's board. Yeah, no matter what year they come yeah. out, their first-round picks, you know, give or take. And that doesn't mean they're blue chips, you know, like right. Jalen Carter's could be a top five pick any year. Yeah, but they're they're legit first round picks. They're probably uh, the way ESPN grades them. They're probably ninety and above, or eighty eight mm-hmm. and above, something along those so, lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, let's get to know those. I mean, yeah. there's a very good chance Steelers will get one of them. So there are three quarterbacks. Okay. Bryce Young, who they have ranked number two overall. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he goes one to Houston. Their comp on him is Tua Tagovailoa. Okay. I think he's twitchier than Tua. He's certainly smaller. Size, yeah, size-wise yeah, yeah, yeah. are similar. Thinner, right, right, right. I think he's a little more athletic than Tua. Yeah. But I, I get it. I don't know who his comp would be. I mean, he's little. Yeah, he's... Uh, that's a, that's the a big I mean, they list him. him at six foot 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. He's probably 5'11 and buck 90, yeah. buck 95. I mean, it's going to be like the Kyler draft. Yeah. Like, waiting with bated breath to see what he measures in at yeah, the he's combine. he's putting rocks and, in right, his pants. exactly, you know, exactly. Take him out for a big dinner at... Uh, <laughs> yeah. St. Elmo's the night before that and feed, feed him six steaks before you somebody <laughs> Yeah, and then I'm not going to run today. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody says this every year, but the, the homework I've done, it looks like it's true. Clearly, this quarterback class is better than last year's quarterback class, but that's not where I'm going with this. It looks like next year's quarterback class is much better than this one, too. That's what we were saying last but we year. Say, and we were right. <laughs> yeah. But everyone does say this every year. I mean, I guess the USC kid and the NC kid are – 
first overall type guys, you yeah. know, from what I understand. So if you're Seattle or Detroit and like, eh, can we live another year with Geno or Goff? Maybe we'll dip next year. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. But are you going to be up high enough to get them? That's, that's the thing. That's, that's the, the problem. We're going to win too many games, right? Yeah. Uh, C.J. Stroud comes in at number six mm-hmm. overall. Yeah, for his comparison. It's an interesting. I hadn't thought about this one for him. Dak Prescott. Mm, okay. I can see that. Very accurate with the ball as Dak is now. Dak wasn't coming out. A um, little more size, 6'3", 215. Yeah, yeah, a little more prototypical that way. Um, good runner. The question with him, which is the Ohio State Every question year, yeah. since the dawn of time, is how do you deal with pressure and when things aren't great and your players aren't a ton better than everybody else? And Justin Fields aside, maybe. I mean, my son's a big Ohio State fan for some reason. He's like, Dad, has Buckeyes ever had a good NFL quarterback? I'm like, no. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't know how you overlook that. I mean, I think you have to bring it up in the draft room. Yeah. And that's not C.J. Stroud's fault. But, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, there's a know. lot of good quarterbacks. I mean, do you consider Joe Burrow an Ohio State quarterback? I mean, No, because he was never their starter. But he was there. I mean, he was there, right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, that's just everybody says the Oklahoma quarterbacks all stink. I know. Well, Jalen Hurts just, just came out of there. So I mean, you, you absolutely can't scout the, the helmet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everyone's different, of course. But it's... 40 years of Ohio State quarterback. Uh, and then Will Levis comes in at number 17. His mm-hmm. comp is Matthew Stafford on here. Mm, I've heard that, too, because he is a little wild. I mean, Stafford coming out was a lot of picks. Yeah. Really gifted, big, strong, best body of these three, but the rawest. Yeah. I just don't know you know, how much Levis has around him at Kentucky. Mm-hmm. That's always going to be the question. I think the last year's Kentucky team was more talented than this year's. I think you're right. I think you're right. I, I can't comment. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, their, pro- their program's come a long way in the last 20 years, but it's not like these other guys. One running back, uh, Bijan Robinson, mm-hmm. uh, not being fourth ranked overall, they're comping him to Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's the total, total package, as good a running back prospect as you ever see. Um, some people have Gibbs from Alabama, too, also yeah. in that mix, but there, he, he wouldn't be one of the sure he fire, have, no. He doesn't have the size that Robinson right, right, does. Right. Yeah. Robinson is. A star. So if you're a Steeler fan, you want those four guys gone. Gone. Go, go, go. go ahead. Go yeah. off the board. You're yeah, not taking yeah. any of those guys. Yep. At wide receiver, there are three. Okay. Again, I don't know that this I'd is. I'd be shocked if the Steelers. This is not a position to steal. Right. Yeah. Jordan Addison. Of course, everybody around yeah. here is very familiar with him. Comp on him is Keenan Allen. I don't see that. I don't think he's as physical. He's I mean, not as big either. No, Keenan Allen's a big dude. And Keenan Allen ran like a 4'7". Yeah. Addison well, that's the run. question they're saying that Addison might not run that well. Mm, really? Okay. I mean, you just think of a little, little smaller guy playing in space. I see. I think he's more like, well, I, I, don't, I don't like comps. I, I, mean, I, th- I think he runs I, I think, think he runs good Keenan routes. Um, right. But yeah. I don't see Keenan Allen as a No, not at all. Slot. He's 6'175". Yeah, and he's not going to win as many contested balls. Yeah, as, I'll be as interested Keenan. to see what he runs. I mean, if it's... Four or five ish, that's mm-hmm. fine. You know, can he be Terry McLaurin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I definitely think this receiver class at the top. It's not as good. It's not as good. Yeah. I mean, the Wilsons and Londons and those type of dudes would all go ahead of these guys. Uh, Jackson Smith. Njigba. Njigba. Yeah. Uh, they have him ranked number 12 overall. Uh, he hasn't played much this year. Of course, he's Barely. from Ohio State. They've yeah. got other guys, surprisingly enough, at Ohio State. He was their leading receiver last, last year, year, right, yeah. with these two studs. But he wouldn't have been this year with Marvin Harrison Jr. More of a slot. I think a lot of people are a little concerned with his testing. Would this bother you at all? I know times have changed dramatically. 
if it was any other bowl game, I wouldn't care. But he's not playing the rest of the year, and he could. You know, yeah. like, you could win the national title. Right. You know, that's. Like, this isn't the, it's a little different. Yeah, this isn't the lawnmower bowl, and you know, <laughs> I mean, and I you miss most of the season, right? Right. I mean, you're playing Georgia now. Maybe the hamstring is completely torn, and you need to. I guess that's possible. Yeah, uh, but he is the he's not going to play again. Doctors are saying that you know, if you go out there, you could really tear the hamstring, and then yeah, now, all of a sudden now you're big now time. you're a third round draft pick. Yeah, and I get that. I mean, if it's serious risk, we're talking about millions of dollars in a kid's life, but you could win the national title. Yeah. You know, I mean, that one's a little not as clean cut as some of the ones that opt out. And then uh, Quentin Johnston from TCU comes mm-hmm. in at number fifteen. Uh, his comp is T Higgins. Mm, I've heard Mike Evans. Yeah, six four two fifteen. Mm-hmm. I think he runs better than Evans. Yeah, and he might be a little better after the catch, from what I understand yeah. too. But I wouldn't think any of those are in the Steelers mix in round right. one. So again, those guys go ahead of you. That's mm-hmm. now seven different players, right? That, that are going they, in round one. That if they go ahead of the Steelers right. pick, the Steelers can be happy about that. Yeah. I, these guys know way more about the draft than I do, but I've heard some people say Smith Najigba is not guaranteed the first. I mean, he's definitely a top forty, but again, they know better than I do. Maybe he's. I think he's pretty good. Dog. And receivers go high from what I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Last year tape, yeah. Uh, tight end one, Michael Mayer from Notre Dame, yeah. number eight ranking on this. Uh, his he could comp, go before the Steelers. Pick. His comp is T.J. Hawkinson. Okay, he had a better college career than Hawkinson. Yeah. I mean, he is really physical. He's bigger. Tough to get on the ground. 6'4", 265, can yeah. block, can, yeah, yeah. can do all that stuff. I mean, I mean he's a first-round tight end all day long, and they've been saying that for two or three years. Yeah. Now we get into— But again, you want him to go, too. That's eight. Mm-hmm. Two offensive tackles. This is where it gets a little hairy. Paris Johnson, Jr. You know they're going to go high. Yeah. The Penn State kid opted out, you know. Paris Johnson, Jr., he's number seven okay. from Ohio State. Uh, his comp is Teron Armstead. You'd take that all day. Oh, long. you take that all day. Right, long. Right. Yeah, I was watching him there last game. He moves really well. He bends really well. He's the he was a guard up until this year because he's at Ohio State and they have two tackles. <laughs> yeah, him. if he was a pit, he'd be a left tackle since the day he walked on campus. No offense, pit friends, but I mean <laughs> he's a superstar talent. But he's only been a tackle for a year. Yeah, you know, he is not opting out of their bowl games. No, no. <laughs> when it's all said and done, just his profile. And again, I've watched like two games of him on TV. You know, while I'm half paying attention. Probably isn't there when the Steelers pick. He's a junior. He's a know, junior with young, all the traits. Upside. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he has a better chance to go five than he does 15. Uh, and then Pete Skoronsky from Northwestern at number 14. Yeah. His comp is Ryan Ramzik. Again, you would take that all day long. See, I think his comp is Zach Martin. I wouldn't have a problem guard. with that either. I know, I know. <laughs> but here's, I mean, the nerd out, he has 32-inch arms. That's shorter than any starting tackle in the league. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's below the line. You know, it's not Joe Thomas, he can get away with it. I mean, there's, you know, Slater, who was there, um, the Northwestern kid before him with uh, the Chargers now. He's only 6'3 and 3, you know, beat him. I mean, there's there's you know, people that know the stuff say he is the best blocker in the country. But arm length is a problem, and it's only going to get more of a problem I Sitting here in December, I don't know if I would trade the Steelers first round pick for him because if he's not a left tackle, it's you, for this line. You're not. Are you yeah. taking a guard? I, I hear what you're saying. If, yeah. Let's say the pick is twelve or thirteen. Are you taking a guard that high? Not on this team. Maybe yeah. if I'm Houston or I need three linemen, but I want a left tackle. Yeah. You know? I think maybe then you move down. But right, possibly. Yeah. 
But, but he's going to go in the first round. I, he's I really hear good you. At football. I, you know, yeah. he, he's very good. It's almost a Linderbaum mm-hmm. argument. We'll get the fi- we'll finally get to see Tyler Linderbaum this year. Yeah. Well, he's undersized. And he's having a rough year, by the way. He's having a rough year. Yeah, he is. He's he's adjusting to having a lot of bigger men on him who mm-hmm. are just as athletic as he is. Yeah, absolutely. If not more so. He's not winning with quickness and leverage. Yeah. You know, right. He's having a tough year. But if you look at the pro football focus grades, he's grading out oh, really? ridiculously. Yeah, not yeah. on tape. Yeah. yeah. But no, this guy's interesting. I mean, he is an outlier. Interior offensive lineman, zero. Yeah, I didn't think there was any yeah. worth it. The, the, there's a monster at Florida. Oh, Osiris Torrance, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he's been mocked to the first round a lot, but not not in the top you seventeen. Be a great guard to be yeah. in the top seventeen. Edge rushers, three. Okay. Will Anderson. Sure. He's the number one overall prospect according to the CSPN story. Okay. Comp is Von Miller. Yeah, obviously, he's if very he's bendy and yeah, 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 Steelers aren't going to have a chance at no the next no, no, Von Miller. No, 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 he is going to go quick, maybe two. Miles Murphy from Clemson, Clemson yeah. number five overall. His comp is Bradley Chubb, and I don't see that at all. I don't think Bradley Chubb's someone I'd love to be comp to. No, first round pick. I mean, he's a good player. He's also six five, two hundred seventy five pounds. I said he can bump inside. He's got physicality. Yeah, for him. I was watching. Like Clemson he could be, he could too. be a he could be a three four defensive end. Possibly. I mean, that if wouldn't he put on be used properly. But 10 pounds, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think he'll be on third and eight. He goes over the guard. Yeah. You know, move him all over the line. He's, he's supposedly a great tester. I mean, he's a perfect example of the the T-Rexes you got to try to yeah. block in the league. And then uh, Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech is number 13. Mm-hmm. He's 6'6", 275 pounds. They comp yeah. him to Frank Clark. I don't see that. It, and I read, I didn't read any of this, but I read all the interviews. They have Mel and Todd yeah. and Miller and all those guys. And somebody prepped or compared him to Preston Smith. That I, but they that said I it's see a lot more twitchier. Of. Yeah, you know, I mean, and, I'm, and that, that was a good visual for me. Is I mean, those long condor arms. He's like six five. Who was the kid six. from Houston that came out this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a couple of them. Yeah, that are, and that this, are in this that class that six six two hundred eighty pound range. Right, right. Like aren't Pierre quite, Paul. Yeah, types, aren't quite three right. four ends, but aren't quite four uh, three four outside linebackers. And nobody quite cares anymore. Yeah, you know, just go rush beat the passer. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Go do stuff. We can put you inside. We can put you. Demarvin right. Leal is kind of that guy. Walker, the first pick in the draft, is kind of that guy. Yeah, you know, this past year. Yeah, defensive tackles. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Jalen Carter. They have him rated number three overall. The comp here, Fletcher Cox. 
Yeah, maybe better. Better. <laughs> I mean, Cox. I mean, Fletcher Cox is a home fame, record, yeah. right? Yeah. So. I don't know how much stock you put in this, but I'm sure there were people watching the Georgia game, you know, this, this past week, the, the championship game, SC championship. And was Kirby Smart's their head coach, right? He came from Bama. Yeah, yeah. And one of the reporters said, yeah, in our pregame stuff, I asked Coach Smart, you know, how does Carter com- compare to all those Bama tackles, you, you defensive tackles you had? And he's like, we never had someone like him at Bama. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a million first round picks, including Quinton Williams, the third pick in the draft. I mean, he might be that good, this Carter dude. There were there were a couple of plays. There was a series actually, where um, Did you see him pick up the quarterback with one hand. Well, this is after that. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah, <laughs> LSU hits a hits a couple of plays. Carter's on the sideline. Mm-hmm. They run him out onto the field. It's like f- first and ten from like the thirteen, and he just went on like a wreck at Ralph, like. <laughs> The first, yeah. the first play from scrimmage, he takes the guard and throws him, throws him onto yeah. the sideline and makes a tackle for a loss. And then the next play, he's he, you know, crushes the quarterback. It's like it's nineteen seventy five Joe Green yeah. stuff. I mean, it really is. Or Donald, you know, what I mean, like at the college level. I'm not saying he's going to be the best defensive tackle that ever lived, but that's the way he influences yeah. the college games. I mean, folks, don't ever think he's going to be a black and gold. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I look at him and I think, could he be Reggie White? Right, right. You know. I mean, I, he I, is strong. <laughs> I haven't studied these guys and no one put my stamp on them, but I have a hard time saying I would not. I would take Will Anderson over him. I would. Uh, this a, a good a, big man? Right. This guy oh. changes the game more. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's, he's, he's unbelievable. Just, I don't care where you line him up at. Right. He's going to be a problem. I mean, last year we were watching two first-round D-tackles. D- I'm like, I want that guy. <laughs> I want the other one. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, the other defensive tackle is Brian Barisi. Uh, yeah, out of Clemson, he's number nine overall. I've paid a lot of attention to him lately because I thought that a couple weeks ago, before the Steelers start stringing wins together, he might be in the mix if they're picking nine, ten. He reminds me a lot of Cam Hayward. He's really thickly built. Yeah, loves to just go right through dudes. I don't know why Clemson does it, but this past week, and I assume throughout the year, they'll line him up as like a four-three end, and I assume it's because no one ever runs to that side then. <laughs> <laughs> But he's not real twitchy. Yeah. I mean, he's not a burst-off-the-ball guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, Few 300-pounders really are. Oh, right, I right, mean, right. I mean, he's super well-respected. He's got, like, this foundation and stuff, too. I mean, he's going to go early. Yeah, I mean, his comp here is Leonard Williams. Um, okay. 6'5", yeah, 300 pounds, you could easily comp that to yeah. to Cam Hayward. Yeah, they're, they were really similar to me. I mean, Cam's better, of course. Yeah. Linebackers, none. Mm. Didn't think so. Yeah. Cornerbacks. Joey Porter Jr., number 11. You're more and more that he's cornerback one. I mean, that's not set in stone yet. But yeah. I guess he had a lot of technique work. I'd like to was... see more interceptions out of him. Yeah. Uh, they comp him to Marlon Humphrey. Okay. He is physical like Marlon Humphrey. I don't know if he goes inside like Humphrey does or not. Yeah. Um, again, there was a lot of question about being a little grabby, probably a little bit like That's a dad. lot of cornerbacks. That's so many of yeah. them, right. They're overly physical that'll get flagged at you know, NFL, not college. And his technique was needed work, but I guess his technique's been much, much better as a senior yeah. or his last year. I think he has uh, 11, 11 pass breakups mm-hmm. uh, this season. Um, the, the interceptions should come when yeah. you get your hand on that many passes. Uh, but he is uh, I mean, big. He's going to be linked to the Steelers. Yeah, right? he's big and strong. Right. If he doesn't go in the top 10, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's always a possibility. Right. And then 
They'll know a little bit about him. Kaylee Ringo by Johnny yes, Ringo. Yes. Looks like somebody walked over your grave. Uh, Friday of Georgia, number 16. His comp is Trayvon Diggs. Okay, he looks like him. I mean, long, lean, narrow waist, you know, flexible. This is what you get when you're drafting mm-hmm. one of the top two cornerbacks in a draft. The guy who's 6'1", 6'2", 210 pounds. Four, four, four yeah, 4'3", or, or something. Yeah. You know, right. Um, I don't think he's Jalen Ramsey or Sauce Gardner. I don't think they're one of those guys. I don't think draft. anybody is right. this draft. I, I don't either. But yeah. they would be gone before the Steelers pick anyways. Right, right. <laughs> I do like the kid out of uh, Oregon as well. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised he's not... He, he didn't make their. He didn't make the seventeen. Okay. Yeah, because he's almost always mocked in the first round. Uh, no safeties in this one. Yeah, um, there's a couple good ones. Yeah, I mean, there's a guy at A and M that's big, and there's uh, uh, I forget his name at Bama is also been mocked in the first round a lot. But if you're looking at at Steelers draft potential guys here, I mean, basically there's five. That you would look at the the, the offensive Corner. the corners the defensive tackles and and one and a one or I mean one def- one def- one yeah maybe Skoranek you know maybe they just take him and say we'll figure it out yeah maybe I mean, just uh, I, I mean, forget who could he play center I, I forwarded, <laughs> his body type is a center type it is, is yeah it's funny because I, I read it this morning I forwarded it to you like two days ago I subscribed to Brandon Thorne's yeah. site who. Frankly, if we're just going to talk to Lyman, I trust him more than Mel and Todd because that's all he does. And he's and I've heard him on the radio many times. He's very, very good. And his big thing, that's where I've got that 32-inch thing. He's like, there's not a tackle in the league with his arms as short as him. He's like, this guy would be an awesome center, though. Yeah. You know, I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and his quote was, that's where I was going with it. He said, I don't know if he's a left tackle, but I want him on my offensive line. Yeah. But for the Steelers, is I mean, he's not going to knock James Daniels out of a position Left guard might be just fine. Mason Cole's played really well. That's the thing, right? I mean, I want a left tackle. And the beauty of adding a true left tackle to me is Moore can go compete at left guard. He could be my sixth offensive lineman. He would still have a role. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, get him out of here. He stinks. You know, then all of a sudden you got any injury to your tackle. You put Dan Moore in. Like, I can live with that. Or guard. Or or he might be your starting (laughs) guard. I think he'd be a sixth offensive lineman, five snaps a game, too. Yeah. Uh, It's it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll see where this all goes. I mean, do the Steelers keep winning? Do yeah. they get do they you know get themselves out of this situation? There's also a story on here saying that the Steelers are one of the more interesting. Yeah, that's from the teams in the first about. round. That was Mel saying this that. year. He said something like he was a little off. He said they've only had a top eleven pick twice in X amount of years. Yeah, and because Ben was eleven, Bush was ten. But I don't think they're gonna have a top eleven pick. I don't think they will. Either. That's he's, where they project right now. That's where they project right now, like based on the FBI. Wins. But right, yeah, right, 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 and that's why Mel said that. But I bet they don't pick in the top eleven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but you're a good chance you get a shot at one of these guys. Mm-hmm. And this year, more than ever, well, I don't know. I mean, we've we've new decision makers. I mean, yeah. I think that's huge in this whole process. And not decision makers, but new. That might be the wrong word. Talent. Yeah. Accumulator talent evaluators. evaluators. Yeah, and, I mean, I don't know if the area scouts are doing things a little differently or not. I know Andy Whitehall comes from teams that really, really stress linemen. I'm sure he's going to have input in that way. You know, I mean, who yeah. knows? You know, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Kevin's not in charge anymore. I mean, Kevin is not. Yeah, I mean, that's a fact. But where I was really going with this is with those two seconds. If you love somebody and free agency treated you well. You could get to seven. You could get to eight, you know, yeah. or trade down and have a bunch of seconds. Or, you know, I mean, they have more flexibility to move. 
They do, uh, and that's I think one of the reasons why that that extra second round draft pick was so attractive. Oh yeah, um, you know, giving them that kind of flexibility in the first two rounds. I, and if the Bears end up with the second overall pick, how much fun is it going to be Thursday night? You know, oh. Us on the air, like they got the second pick in the draft. I mean, they've never had the second pick in the draft. You mean Friday night? Friday night. Or, yeah. Well, I was talking post. Thursday, yeah. yeah. I mean, you the, the, before, when the smoke clears after after Friday the first morning. round, and you're yeah, going, yeah, yeah. okay, who are the best guys available? And you always sit there and you go, oh, they won't have a chance at these 10 no, guys. they're all gone. You know, they should these, gone the first round. These Why 10 potential first-rounders that everybody had in their first-round right. mock, and while well, they didn't go, and then you look and you go, well, Steelers can still get one of these guys. And people call you for that pick, too. Yeah. You know, it's like, I can't believe that guy's there. I had my 20th overall player, and he's sitting there. I'm going to go get him. Yeah, we don't typically talk draft no, there's a, a lot, lot of this time of year, right. but – that story just came out today, so I did want to touch on that. Uh, interesting, mm-hmm. seventeen players right now, and that again, that could change. Of course, going to the combine. Let's let's say that let's say the cornerback from Oregon runs a four three forty. That'll change. That might be enough to bump <laughs> yeah. them up, or hopefully one of those seventeen doesn't tear an ACL in the game. Or yeah, something. you need to see some something like that too. too. Right? Seeing yeah. Uh, you can subscribe now to the drive. Every episode that we do is available for you to download. Subscribe today through Steelers mobile app the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you find your podcasts. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with the Fantasy Football Focus right after this. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 